We hope you had a really awesome Memorial Day weekend, an uh, extended weekend, and uh, summertime. That means a, a short now, work babies. week this week. Oh yeah, always forget about that. It's the bonus on the other side. Yeah, that's that right. Whenever we have a weekend and then an, another day off, for me, I don't know if it's true for you guys. I have a hard time getting back in the saddle. Meaning, I don't feel. I feel a little rusty. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't feel as sharp. I usually, uh, you know, that Sunday feeling you always talk about. It's for real. The Sunday four o'clock ish feeling, like yeah. oh, get ready for more Monday. Yeah. I always forget about the Monday off until about that time when it when it hits me again on oh, Sunday. Oh, that's it's light. Like, it's like wow. Oh, that's right tomorrow. Yeah. Did you get you for? Did you remember to turn off your alarm Sunday night so you didn't awake early yeah, yesterday? Yeah. Turn them both off. Good. Because I have mine set on the phone for five minutes apart. Many just hol- in case the first one doesn't go off. Oh, okay. Many holidays I forget, and the alarm goes off oh, yeah. way early. <laughs> way early. And then I'll take it and I'll throw it across the room. <laughs> and, well, the, the funny thing about that, though, is that also works to throw you off because if it does go off on Monday and you don't have to go to work, yeah. you're like, oh, what? I did. What? Yeah. Wait. And then you woke yourself up. Yeah, but yeah. then you can't go back to sleep sometimes. Sometimes. Sometimes you can. Mm hmm. So uh, anyway, we hope you had a great you know weekend, and there was a lot of food in it already. But we're gonna give you some more. Sam always finds the new eats. He's the food dude. Yeah, the uh, NBA finals starting this week on the on Wednesday, or excuse me, on Thursday of this week, and uh, once again this year, Taco Bell's working with the NBA to do the steal a game, steal a taco. Oh, this is okay. the one because it's yeah, like yeah. In, in baseball they do like a, a, home, steal a, base. a a steal a base one during the World Series. Yes, uh, and the NBA Finals is if one of the if you're the away team wins the game, you know they're stealing the game from the home court. Got it. Then there will be a free Doritos Locos Taco given out. So okay. as soon as the games come up, if the away team wins, you're going to be on that, Sam. You, 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 you're right. Still I know. One of the best. I have all my my Taco Bells mapped out. Still one of the best combinations in food that ever mm-hmm. happened. Doritos, Taco Bell. One. Hello. Uh, and speaking of fast food, KFC is getting into the summer thing. You know, we have all those new Colonel Sanders. Reba was a Colonel Sanders, and George Hamilton. Oh yeah, was they're a using Col- a different actor in the commercials. Yeah, well, or whatever. Yeah. Now this summer Weird. they've got the Colonel Sanders pool float. And these, they're giving these away free of charge. You can go to the KFC website until uh, June 22nd and sign up. It's a giant life-size pool float that looks like Colonel Sanders. Okay. So you can lay on the Colonel and sit in the, the pool. That's odd. Okay. Well, go register if you want one. It's free. Coming up with Murphy's Sam and Jody. All right, Meghan Markle is busy now because the Queen has given her some is giving her some lessons. Find out what she has mm. to learn how to do. We'll also give you your first Hollywood Outsider of the Morning next. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Okay, later on, we're going to get Sam's official review of Solo, A Star Wars Story, which you saw this weekend. And you yes. know, Sam, he can't do a, just a thumbs up or thumbs down. It's a little more detailed than that, Jody. Yeah, there are reasons. You look good. A little rough around the edges. Didn't you want her to just, like, get on a dragon and fly away? She had dark hair in this movie. Yeah, she's normally dark-headed, actually. She's waiting for Woody Harrelson to say, ever consider yourself a bad man? (laughs) True detective. (laughs) Don't typecast him. He can do anything. I love Woody Harrelson. I do, too. Okay, so um, your review on that later. But more Star Wars news. Um, You know that Disney is bringing Star Wars, we're calling it Star Wars Land, to their park. But it's not called that. Star Wars Land? Like we're calling it that. Placing Tomorrowland is Star Wars Land. Actually, it's going to be called Galaxy's Edge. So Star Wars Galaxy's Edge being added. Are they tearing down that famous Hollywood ride for this? Or am I getting my... They did get rid of the Hollywood ride. 
I think they're replacing the Hollywood ride with something else, but the Star Wars land is like somewhere, <laughs> somewhere else, else in Hollywood. Other in a galaxy Ridge. far, far away. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Bailey. <laughs> I'm yeah. sorry, but Star <laughs> you, Wars Bailey. land just makes it sound so cheap. Oh, hey, okay. Where are you going for vacation? Star Wars land. Well, no, no. You're going Loser. to Disney. You're going to Disney, and it's one of the big I new I know. It's just Star parks, Wars land. But it's a whole new thing. It'll be called Galaxy's Edge. I just want to give you some dates if you're planning family vacations. So in the summer, next summer, 2019, it'll open at uh, Disneyland in California. Right. And then next fall. 2019 it will open in uh, Disney World in Florida Galaxy's Edge is what it's actually called there will be rides of course and you'll get to ride on the Millennium Falcon Falcon Uh, you know you'll get to meet all the characters you'll turn around there's Leia and you turn around there's Obi-Wan that's how it's going to be I wonder if we'll be able to make the Kessel run in 12 parsecs there you go you couldn't wait to make that joke and you can stay at a Star Wars themed hotel Ah. that's your favorite right Sam yes room 15 of the Death Star Okay. See, I don't know what that means. <laughs> Sorry. I don't either. Can I do a little add-on here? We also know now that there's a Boba. Bo- Baba. Boba Fett movie. Yeah, uh, Bobas stand- are those things you, you get at Yogurt Land that you eat in the brush. <laughs> yeah, they're delicious. Um, <laughs> there'll be a Boba Fett standalone yeah, movie yeah, yeah. Uh, sometime in the next couple of years. Up to date with Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Coming up next, guys, Meghan Markle is getting official Duchess lessons. Everything royal that she needs to learn uh, as ordered by the Queen. So what she's learning, tell you about it next. Huge weekend for Solo. Of course, you wouldn't expect any less for a Star Wars movie. And uh, we actually had our visit from Chewbacca at our house this weekend, Sam. Always. <laughs> all the time. That's coming up next hour. <laughs> okay. Um, it took me all week last week, but I think I'm finally over the royal wedding. Um, but let's talk Meghan Markle and what she cannot do anymore. Have you seen these stories floating around? What mm. she cannot do anymore now I mean, that like she's officially media? a royal. Yeah. No more selfies for her. She can't yeah. take selfies. It's like a royal she's law. She's probably okay with that, I would yeah, think. I think she's okay with all of it. She's an American girl, though. Now, let, me, a, let me ask you this, though. <laughs> she can't take selfies. Do you? That's just like posting him. You think she's probably till, still taking a selfie every now and then? Maybe. Like, like if she's away from Harry, hey, look what I'm doing, and you just send it Maybe. to Harry. Maybe just you know, a husband he's not selfie. Post it. Like, hi, hi. So this look is at a, my new it's makeup. It's a social media thing. It's yeah. No more Facebook, Instagram. No more acting for her. She's an actress, but no more acting. Mm-hmm. You agreed would, to become this duchess. I would think that would be the tougher one for her. Sure, because that's her career that she's yeah. giving up. There may be another one that's tougher on the list. Let's keep going down it. Um, uh, no more open legs. She has to wear hose, pantyhose, oh, and okay. tights for everything. It's a royal thing. It, yeah, I was is that say. a royal pain? <laughs> I, it, for her, it might be. I love tights. Is that the royal the rules or the queen? This queen's rules. This queen, okay. from what I understand, so doesn't not, like open legs not, for her royal family. Not jumping ahead, but when the queen passes, some of those rules could change. Then I guess so. If Charles doesn't care, yeah, doesn't like <laughs> pantyhose. <laughs> okay, um, and I say this: no more dressing herself. You know, she has to have a stylist, and she. And she but first of all, she's already rocked that. Yeah. The very first thing she went to after the royal wedding was the celebration for Charles for his seventieth birthday, which is coming up, and she looked more royal than any of those. I mean, I, she just looked the part. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Way to go! You win that one, Megan." I really thought she looked incredible. You thought she looked more royal than the royals who've been. Well, doing I'm it just saying, as far as the clothing and the hat and all that. Just the everything about it. It was fast. Maybe she's digging into her little acting skills mm-hmm. as she gets acclimated. But I will tell you, the deal is being reported that the Queen has chosen one of her senior aides to train Megan 
as a member of the royal family on Duchess lessons, basically. All the protocol, everything about her life now that she has to know how to do, how to walk into a room, how to, you know, greet this statesman or that. Mm-hmm. And I was going to say, one of the hardest things probably for Megan is she can't be, she doesn't vote anymore. She has to kind of be apolitical. Right. And she was never that person. She was kind of political. But she can still be a cause person. You know what I'm Actually, that's the job. Right. Yeah, philanthropic and a life of service and royalty is now her job. Coming up, Sam has music news. The new summer songs are starting to roll in and I got the first listen to the new train summer song for you, Jody. Sam's got music news. Train has a new song out for it this summer. Now, Train has teamed up with Cam, country artist, and gym class heroes frontman, Travi McCoy. This song oh, is, wow. is called Call Me Sir. Not in California, same old Friday night. Such a great vocalist he is. It's a, Pat Monahan's voice never yeah. Changes, you know what he I mean? Can Blair? He's so good. There's a lot of artists. I don't mean age, Blair in a bad way, right? As a lot of artists age, you know, their voices become more gruff, and Change. he's not that way at all. Now, I wonder what he does. And whatever his tricks are. Whenever you first hear his first word, you think, Ah, train. train. Yeah. yeah. And by the way, he said this is uh, based on true life. The whole premise of the song is it's called "Call Me Sir." Is whenever he does anything alone, he's just a guy. But whenever he's out with his girl. He gets respect. They show up somewhere. Oh, yeah, they come oh, on couples. in. They yeah. said it's based on a real life thing that that's happens funny. with him and his girl. Uh, Hair is the next musical that's going to be coming to NBC. You know how they do the live musicals like Sound of Music and Jesus Christ Superstar? That was the most recent, right? Yeah. John Legend. So the guys that have been putting these on over the past few years, they're going to do Hair. They're not saying if it's going to be later this year or next year. And I know, Jody, you're like, Hair, what's the music? I don't know the music from Hair. Oh, they heard the Age of Aquarius. Oh. Very much the hippie era. Yeah. Well, this completely, I I wasn't, uh, I'm too young, I guess. It's just, it's an older song. And then the other song that that was famous from Hair was Good Morning, Starshine. Good morning, Starshine. Not ringing any bells yet? None, but that makes it like a brand new musical to me. Do we know who's starring? Because her her family had Jim Reeves on the radio Uh, at the time. Ah, Daddy, put on the Conway. (laughs) Well, yeah, what's wrong with that? (laughs) Nothing. Hello, darling. No, we don't have any names yet. They just said, hey, that's the next one we want to do. Also, found this kind of funny. Uh, Some British researchers looked over 500,000 songs from the mid-80s to a couple years ago, and they said there's a new trend now over the past 30 years. I guess it's not new, that songs are getting sadder. The one artist they (laughs) cited mostly. Oh, aren't you? Sam Smith. Say Adele. Oh, Sam Smith. They're sad and then there's begging. (laughs) But hey, it it works. I don't want to leave you sad, so how about this one? All right. And Sam Smith does have a beautiful voice. Yeah. Look, sad songs work, okay? Uh, People identify, Mm -hmm. you know, and if you're trying to connect with music, I'm down with that. I feel it. Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Music News. All right, jump in anytime. We'd love to hear from you to kick off our day. 877-310-4MSJ. Who's on the way, Bailey? Well, we've got Sharon on the phone, and she has a question about cooking for one. So, uh, (laughs) Sam. Yeah, that's me. For you. Jump in anytime to the conversation. 877-310-4MSJ. What's going on, Sharon? Okay, so I listened to you guys talk about all the really good recipes that you put up on the Facebook page and on the podcast. Yes. But here's my problem. Like you, Sam, I'm single, so when I go home at night, 
the last thing I want to do is cook for one person. So uh-huh. how do you do the cooking dilemma for one? Ew. Um, what I like to do is, and I do this a lot on the weekends, I'll cook up stuff that I can store and put aside for the week. For me or for the kids okay. as well. Uh, I mean, you like, have kids coming in and out all week. Yeah, right? I mean, one pot dishes, or if I'm going to make something just for the kids, some kind of chicken dish, I'll make enough so that it, I can get one more meal out of it for me during the week, and I put what? it in the fridge and save it. Yeah, see, I'm an empty nester. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, you probably should cook something that you love, eat half of it, and freeze half of it, and then you can just defrost. Yeah, I've, in I've, a week or two. I've tried yeah. doing the cooking for one, and yeah. it's just a lot of work for. I would cook and yeah. yeah. And you know what else, Sharon? Then you this is gonna sound yeah. old school, but I I love this. Then you you always have stuff in your freezer mm-hmm. in case you have a friend that gets sick all of a sudden or something and you need to bring something over, you're ready. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I didn't think about that. When I had Phoebe, um, one of my busiest girlfriends who also had like she had three children. Phoebe was our second. She showed up one day when I was on maternity leave. She called and said, Hey, can I come over? And I didn't know if she was going to bring me something or just come visit and see the baby. She came to see the baby and to see me, but she brought me like two things from her freezer. Mm-hmm. Frozen. Like, here, you can put it straight in your freezer or you can go ahead and stick it in the refrigerator. It was like soups and chili and stuff like that. And that was a lifesaver at that time. Yeah. Okay. And uh, and I remember eating those well, Jody. just so you know. Yeah, it was like a <laughs> soup. It was delicious. <laughs> Thank you, Sharon. You know, it's funny, too, because I think about your lasagna. That that's one of those slow dishes, the slow cooker lasagna. Oh, it's and so good! The funny thing about that is, when I'm craving it, I'll I'll think, hmm, let me make this for the kids so that I can get mine out of it. Right down after, the road, after after yeah, a couple more times. Yeah, um, and Sharon, check out this week. It's brand new on the website for you. Taste of summer recipes, best ever steak marinade. Ooh, and Sam's fajitas for one, which you can multiply for two or three or you four. You can, you can, you can get it all. MurphySamAndJody.com. Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood Outsider. So after a weekend of ridiculous reviews and uh, being number one at the box office, why Lucasfilm feels that Solo, a Star Wars story, fell short. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Did you guys hear about the royal couple choosing their honeymoon spot as the most boring honeymoon place in the world? (laughs) That was the headline. You know, I've seen an... an (laughs) online that they're calling it the most boring place. What's wrong Why with that? Why is it? We'll get to that, but I just want to say, I'm sorry, they have a very big public life. They would probably love to just go somewhere where they can disappear yeah, and yeah. just be together and plan their life. And by the way, this is you know, luxurious as, as, you can, as, as you can imagine. Okay, so it's Alberta, Canada's Fairmont Jasper Park Lodge. Mm-hmm. There's a 6,000 square foot cabin called Outlook Cabin, which is, is also called the Royal Retreat because many royals have gone there over the years. Oh, hasn't Grandma gone there too? Yes. King George and Elizabeth, the Queen Mother, stayed there in 1939. Uh, Queen Elizabeth oh, the place and, has been around a while. It has. And Queen yeah. Elizabeth and Prince Philip relaxed there as recently as 2005. But not just royals. Apparently, Anthony Hopkins stays here sometimes. <laughs> John Travolta has been known to... Bill Gates has stayed at uh, Outlook Cabin in, in so this Alberta. Is not, this is not a cheap vacation. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no. Lots of... 6,000 square foot lodge. I don't think so. Lots of very (laughs) specific luxuries in 6,000 square feet, and apparently the view is to die for. So why are they calling this boring? This sounds beautiful. Because it's not... They're not heading to Italy or whatever, because they're going to Canada and they're going to hang out in a cabin. They're going to chill. Yeah. Exactly. I like that idea, though, for a honeymoon. You had the world's most public wedding 
and you will have the most public life. Anyway, there's no... It's a suspected honeymoon mm-hmm. destination. The place is not making any comment at all. But no, while they're there, when they're going, no, they could be there right now. Oh, um, but both good British for them, though. They shouldn't be saying that anyway, right? No, and Canadian security will look out for them while they are there. Mm-hmm. Okay, so big weekend at the box office for Solo, a Star Wars story. You look good. A little rough around the edges. Maybe not as big as Disney and Lucasfilm projected, though. I saw that. It's still number one. It was the it knocked uh, Deadpool two down and Avengers down. It's the number one spot. Yeah. And Sam, do we get your official review next hour? Yeah, just before seven thirty, I got the official review, and I think you'll be uh, slightly surprised, Jody. Right, because you don't like anything. Ron Howard <laughs> said he's proud of it. Still, personal best is what he tweeted out yeah. to the world. Coming up in your next Hollywood Outsider this morning at seven fifty-five. Why Sesame Street, the show, is suing someone in Hollywood. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, your Hollywood Outsider. Short work week ahead and a big, big weekend for Solo. Solo, a Star Wars story. Sam, we can't wait to get your review of the movie you were dragged to, kicking and And, screaming by your son. And I still have to say, one of my favorite moments of the New York City trip that the three of us went on (laughs) was when Sam was standing in in Times Square in front of that massive screen that had the advert, you know, the ad for. You never looked more like a tourist than you were like, oh my God. That thing was huge. (laughs) (laughs) It was like a block long. You know, we have our own Chewie at home. Yeah. Our old 11-year-old boxer, Ashley. This is what she sounds like when she gets excited. Who's got 11? (laughs) Are we going to name you Chewy? Do we have to rename you Chewy? Seriously, we adopted her, and her name was already Ashley, which is why we kept the name Ashley. But totally, we should have named her Chewy. The first time I heard her make that noise, I was like, she sounds like Chewbacca. Yeah. Chewy. She would have. That's a good name for a dog. Yeah, she's the been, right color. It would have been a funnier name than you know. <laughs> it, that's it, it's funny when we look back to when you started with rescue Jody, and we we felt it was important to keep the names. Right, Ashley's an odd name for a dog. It you is. You don't see it every every day. So even when we tell you know our friends the dogs and the dogs' names, they're like, you're like Ashley, really? huh? Ashley, what? really? Oh, and wait, Papa, Papa, our most recent rescue, the bulldog. Yeah, he already knew his name, so we decided to stick with it. The other night, I'm like, he's Pablo. He Pablo. is Pablo, he is Pablo Escobar. Yeah. That's who he He's is. He's always trying to sneak something across the border. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so Just bad. Like Escobar, He's you know? so bad. And by no. the way, Papa would have translated easily to Pablo yeah. in his na- in his world, right? Like, Dog come on, Pablo. Pablo. Do you ever ask, uh, whenever you rescue them or adopt them, do you ever ask, what the origin of the name is you know sometimes i do but a lot of times if it's just a a shelter situation you know how many dogs they have an intake at a shelter somebody's responsible to give them a number and a name it could mean anything Uh, yeah sometimes the name is just a last minute kind of a given name but maybe they go in alphabetical order we we do modify some of them champ was actually champster yeah but now of course we always then give our own variations of those names champion i call him my champion Yeah. yeah Coming up with Murphy's Sam and Jody. Yeah, in a little while, the most iconic American landmarks, and if they're in your city, you don't go to see them, okay? Mm -hmm. So we're going to do that for you. Maybe some vacation planning help. Coming up next, I want to share something about James Corden, you know, the host of Late, Late, what is it? Late, the Late Late, Late Show Late, and Late Show. Well, I think of, yeah, I think of him as Mr. Carpool yeah. Karaoke. Yeah, the one thing I think everybody's missing in those carpool karaoke's. 
Come hang out with us on the Murphy, Sam, and Jody podcast. Actually, there are a bazillion different ways you can keep up with what's going on. You can Number like, one. Like us on Facebook. Number two. Follow us on Instagram. Yeah, Wee. baby. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Four. Uh, the podcast. You can Google that and listen and, and catch an episode of After the Show. So there you go. A bazillion. Man, that's and of a course, bazillion right there. Right here every weekday morning. So. I was uh, watching, you know, last week Adam Levine was on Carpool Karaoke with yeah, James Yeah, he Gordon. was. And they yeah, always do a little snippet of it on the show, but then you got to go to YouTube and you get to watch, watch the, the whole, whole thing. Fifteen I think minute one. Probably a lot of people that uh, watch it that way. You know, mm-hmm. if you don't stay up late, then that's the way you catch it. Oh, that's the, I, I'm sure it's actually more views the yeah, next day and on YouTube. Watching him and listening to him sing, it was like, oh, it's great that he has the artist, the different artists in there. But if you ever pay attention to James Corden, I always pay attention the to James man Corden. Can sing. Here's Adam Levine's. Listen. He was always there to help her. And James is singing. And this is the, Police guy the funny part when the cop pulled him over and wanted to sing with him. And all that <laughs> yeah, stuff. But, yeah. James Corden can sing uh-huh. well. And here's when he uh, was with Adele. Hello from the outside. <laughs> Hello. I'm in California dreaming about who we used to be. I guess he's singing along with her there because oh, yeah. if it was out of key, you'd know it. And that, that's the thing. It's like a normal comedian or somebody, if you sat there and did it, I'd just let them do the singing, the, the artist, because right. I couldn't carry a tune in a bucket. It's more fun that they're singing together. It's a sing-along in the car. But he he had Into the Woods. He was into that one. He did his singing part in that. Oh, he, it's beautiful. This beautiful duet with like Anna Kendrick in mm-hmm. that movie. He was in a movie called begin again yeah adam levine was in that kira knightley was in that it was about this these songwriters right. and he sang in it yeah um that's what's cool and that's a i'm sorry to go so deep i know kids are out of school but that's a little bit of a lesson you know tell your kids don't box yourself in that you do one thing you can do a bunch of different things yes. yeah you know james corden's proof i'm just amazed at how great his voice is because some of the, and i couldn't find it but there's some of those carpool karaoke's where he he, the, the artist like lets him go up. off and riff. Yeah. And it's like, man, listen to him. He sang with Sam Smith, too. This is true. I'm not good. And that's a high falsetto that's voice. That's hard. You know? still just a man. Yeah. yeah. Props to James uh, Gordon. You're right, right, Sam. He's a good singer. By the way, Maroon 5 fans, if you've not seen Adam in the front seat with him, go check it out. Coming up next with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Luke, I am your father. All right, Sam, what is your official... That line wasn't in the Solo movie. (laughs) Your official Solo Star Wars movie review next. All right. Okay, Sam, take me to a galaxy far, far away and give me a review. (laughs) You know, I went into seeing Solo, a Star Wars movie, because Parker, my... uh, 12 year old wanted to see it yeah i begged you yeah and so we were we all surprised that you weren't going to go see it on your own well, yeah, Sam, because just, you're a star wars fanatic i think i'm done with the star wars right spinoffs and all careful, that nonsense. careful and and a lot of people were this weekend that's why it didn't do more than 80 million bucks wait no no it was, did 103 million the theater but they i was ex- in was empty they projected it to do 150 that's, that's right. why it's a little bit of a um I'm actually quite surprised at the way... And? It was good. It was good. Yeah. Because Eek. it took me back to the first three movies. Boom! Okay. Now, really? Yeah, The Force Awakens and The Rogue One and all those other recent ones, they were all too glitzy and CGI and too... So? This just seemed to be more of a fun story. Yeah? I mean, it was... I found out how Han Solo got his name. Yeah. I'm just telling you. I'm not spoiling Good, here. Good, thank you. Yeah. No spoilers, please. I uh, found out how he met Chewbacca, which was really kind of funny. Okay. Because you didn't see it coming. Nice. Um, 
it, uh, they they finally did the whole, you know, his line about the twelve parsecs. Yeah, I know it because of you, Sam. Yeah, well, they finally explained how he, you know, they actually showed the run. He made the Kessel Run in 12 parsecs. You've never heard of the Millennium Falcon? Okay. Should I have? It's a ship that made the Kessel Run in less than 12 parsecs. You know, and they said a, the Kessel Run? As, yeah, he, the Kessel Run was made. Ah! And, <laughs> you know, for Star Wars geeks, it's like, oh, yeah. But it was like, it was you subtle. Didn't think that it was wasn't coming. just throwing it in your face. Not See, as... a lot of those other ones that we've had recently, they throw in your face so to flash you back to the old movies. This sure. was kind of a little subtle. Well, things. maybe that's because Ron Howard took it over. I, I happen to yeah. think he doesn't, he, he, everything he makes is so good. I think it was. I think it was the way he did it was just like, here's a Star Wars movie. Right. And yeah. he was that kid watching Star Wars. So mm-hmm. he understands that you want that experience again if it's possible to feel I'm, that way. Again. You know, I'm kind of bummed that it didn't do as well. But I think they're. I'm sorry. Honestly, it, it did fine. I think it's because of a lot of people like me that were like, "Yeah, okay." So Han Solo. Maybe you can bump them up this weekend with, with this um, review, you Sam. Know, maybe hearsay is going to drive this one. You think maybe weekend two will be bigger? Uh possibly so. Yeah. Would you see it again in the theater? I would. I'd like to see the things I missed. Oh my gosh! This is the best movie review that you have ever yeah. given okay. the world, Sam. Okay, calm down. <laughs> Coming up next with Murphy, Sam, and Joe. Okay, most iconic American landmarks that most Americans have not seen. We're not appreciating this. We'll do it next. I know you guys love to play guessing games, so you want to guess about the biggest, most iconic American landmarks? So wait, what do you mean? They're like ranked from 10 to 1 or something? Actually, or? they are. I can, okay. yeah, I can give you some ranks, Statue but I want of Liberty's got to be up there. Boom! Statue of Liberty is number three. Hey, is this like Family Feud? Oh uh, no! He <laughs> says no. And, and so you know what? I mean, raise your hand if you've been in the Statue of Liberty in this room. Jo- Jody and I have. I know Sam. We didn't get a chance to do that no. when you were there. That's funny. We didn't go together, Murph. No, we I didn't. Went years before you. Did you get to go up into the Crown, Jody? No, it was closed. Um, Crown was actually open. I don't know if it's been reopened since, but you, the only way to get up there was stairs. Uh-huh. And by the time I got to the top, I was like, yeah, this is great. <laughs> Producer Bailey, have you been? I've not. Oh, yeah. I haven't okay. even been to New York. Whoa. Yeah. We're going to have to take you with us yeah. next time. Yeah. Oh. I, I would. Yeah, never mind. I would it's, wonder if I'd be cramped there. There's a lot of people. It's yeah. a lot of yeah. people, and it's, it's a fast-moving cra- place. It's crazy, hectic, and noisy. And yeah. exciting, yeah. too. Yeah, it's a city you can really get into. You feel like you're in it. You're not just going from place to place. You're in it yeah. when you're there. Okay, so, no. Americans, apparently, especially if you live in a city with an iconic landmark, one in four or two in four people in that city who live there have it. So, New Yorkers don't go to the Statue of Liberty. Yeah. Ter- Tourists. Tourists do. Yeah, okay? that makes sense to me. And that make you know what I'm saying? Um, if you live near the Grand Canyon, you don't go to the Grand Canyon. Tourists do. Yeah. So, we Americans are not good about checking out our close to home landmarks. Well, that's where they say staycations are cool because then you just do something that your city's known for. Mm. I mean, look, yeah. different cities, different sizes, different things, but I mean, in New York City, if you're a native New Yorker, you probably don't ever run out of things that the tourists come to. You know oh, what I mean? Yeah. There's that if much If you want to be in that line. Um, Empire State Building is number five on the list of iconic American landmarks that you should see. That I didn't. It's okay, Sam. I know. We'll take we, you we back will next do that. Time. Now, Jody and I got to, but there was it was raining that morning, mm-hmm. and it's weird. This building's so tall, it's up in the clouds. Yeah. So you're you know, in the clouds. Yeah, Jody yeah. told me it was like sixty or eighty bucks. It's two different it's levels. I don't remember. It's like I'm going to misquote this: forty-seven, fifty bucks or something like that to do the observation deck. And 86. if you go to the 102nd floor, it's another twenty bucks. Wow. Yeah. 
yeah. went to the uh, Gateway Arch when we were little in St. Louis. Yes. You get to ride a little uh, tram inside, going up the side arches. And yeah. You get to the top, you can walk up and look out, and you need to ride another tram. See, I haven't down. done that one. Yeah, that sounds a little claustrophobic to me. Yeah, it was, definitely. Well, I will tell you the top three American iconic landmarks that we should visit as Americans. Statue of Liberty, number three, Yellowstone National Park, number uh, two, and number one on the list, the Grand Canyon. Yeah. Want to see what we do after the show? Follow us on Instagram. All right, coming up next, your email answered in our producer's mailbag. What do we have on the way, Bailey? Well, Jody, Megan shared with us on Facebook something that she did over the weekend for Memorial Day. And it's pretty crazy. Call us or text us. Uh, well, it's the same number, 877-310-4MSJ. <laughs> the producer's mailbag. Bailey, what's in your bag today? Okay, Jody. we were actually just talking about the best places to go in America. American landmarks, landmarks yeah. yeah. Debbie was actually talking about taking her family, to, here's what she says. The two best family vacations we've ever taken have been to Niagara Falls when my kids were just 8 and 10. Yeah. But more recently, when they were 17 and 9, we took them to the Grand Canyon. Yep. We Gorgeous. all agree that these vacations beat Disney World, amusement parks, and even the beach Hands down. Really? Yeah. Wow, man. Wow. That's yeah, well, you know, big. to each his own. And and there's a lot to... You should experience all kinds of vacations. I did the Grand Canyon when I was a kid with a church group. Mm-hmm. And um, what do you think my one problem with it was? Knowing me like you guys It was do. too big? No. <laughs> no. It too was deep? Um, Anybody want to guess, Bailey? No idea. Oh, I know what You'll it know me well enough. It's yeah. outside. Sun, your fair skin, the sun. Oh, yeah, I burned. That's not the problem. The donkeys. The what? The the, the donkeys that the, you could ride a donkey and oh. up and down, and I was worried about the donkeys. I thought you were talking about wild donkeys. I'm like, <laughs> what? This is the first time I've ever heard no. of that. That's the number one complaint about the Grand Canyon. <laughs> it's the donkeys. All the wild donkeys. No, I have I always had this overly sensitive, empathetic heart when it comes to animals, and I was like completely worried about them and i don't even know well, if, if that's still fed a thing and, you know they get water and they're cared for i mean that's kind of what they're you know what i mean I, know. I still would love to take our girls and see it and do it but you know me murphy i want to camp out down by that river well, and sleep the night and go back up and you're not going to want to do that uh, i mean look i, I do want to see it because the only time i've seen you the just grand- want wi-fi down there right yes the only time I've seen the Grand Canyon is from 10,000 feet because I'm flying to Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. You know yeah, what I mean? yeah, I've never been there either. <laughs> cool, Melissa. That's cool. Megan says on our Facebook page, this year I participated in a 260-mile run across Georgia to honor our military. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. That is a marathon. No that kidding. Is. Thank you for letting us know that. Love hearing from you. Jump in anytime, Instagram or Facebook. Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood outsider. Tell you why Sesame Street at the Sesame Workshop is suing someone in Hollywood. It's odd. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Okay, guys, this is an odd story coming from, well, Sesame Street, the Sesame Workshop. Um, they're suing Melissa McCarthy's company. Well, this mo- this Melissa McCarthy movie, mm-hmm. they're suing them because it's called The Happy Time Murders, and it's a puppet-type movie. Yeah. And they've used the word sesame in one of their taglines, um, no sesame, all street. And that's a huge problem for the president of uh, the Henson Company. I'm assuming with Melissa McCarthy, it's not um, family friendly. It's gra- it's a graphic and it's not very Muppet-like, mm-hmm. basically. It's Muppets and, pu- well, puppets doing grown-up things. Right. It sounds awful to me. I've never understood that, that, that two things not going together are being funny. I'm trying to think back if that's ever caught captured my imagination. 
I mean, I you probably the, like it a little bit, Sam. It's the shock of it that makes you go, oh, like you, a play, a thing that you would never expect to see, you yes. can see. But in this case, it's not about the puppets. It's about the fact that they're actually are referencing Sesame Street, right? Yeah, I mean, it's puppets doing non Sesame Street like things. But the moment they use the words, you know, the tagline, no Sesame, all street, it's like a wait, wait, mm-hmm. wait. We don't want anyone to think we're involved in this. And another thing that's a little bit, I guess, sticky about this situation, the film is directed by Brian Henson, who's the son of the late Jim Henson. And it's a far cry from anything Henson. So it's not something you would expect Jim Henson's son to be doing. (laughs) I don't like the sound of this. I would never want to see a Muppet do anything but something lovely. That's all I have to say about that. (laughs) Okay. Over the weekend, Solo, a Star Wars story was number one at the box office. You look good. A little rough around the edges. As expected, Sam, you loved it. It was a great movie. Felt like it was you were a kid again. It did. It wasn't all in your face like those other Star Wars movies recently. You you had to be pushed to go to it. You weren't expecting it to be that great. by your children. Parker wanted me to go, and I'm glad I did. Okay. um, Disney and Lucasfilm projected it would make 130, 150. It did not. It made 103. Mm -hmm. Ooh. Um, For them, I guess that's a problem. But Ron Howard said, look, it may have missed projections, but he tweeted out to the world still my personal best and he suggests you just go see it yeah saying a lot from ron howard mm-hmm. to me. star wars i'm sure it'll probably probably do fine in the coming weeks you yeah. know and by the way wouldn't you like ron howard to do the rest of the movies then <laughs> he can do another one yeah all right coming up in your next outside around 8 25 this morning speaking of it big plans for star wars land well at Disney, at Disney Resorts, coming soon. Up to date with Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Shorter work week, kick off a of summer. You know, maybe this is a time for me to bring back the guy in the green Jeep who's got the tire cover that says One Life. Live, Live it. it. Yeah. Hmm. Or just get your own. What, my own statement? My own. Yeah, you can put a bumper sticker on your car, wear a shirt that says One Life, Live It. Put that over your office door. <laughs> or do both. <laughs> hey, that guy is wearing a t shirt that says the same thing the bumper sticker says on the back of his car. Yeah. He's the One Life, Live It guy. Yeah. Okay, look, um, guys, we told you last week that um, Zima is coming back. It came back like last year or the something drink. like that. The drink. It was the flavor malted malt, malt liquor beverage, right? That was a. Yeah, I never had it. Sparkling sort of light. Wow. It was like it, it was a it was sparkling. A it was a lemon lime flavored malt beverage. So, Some somebody knows a lot. Somebody about remembers it. it fondly. Yeah. Um. Anyway, um, we were uh, celebrating its comeback because the company's bringing it back for, again for summer. Mm-hmm. Okay. And somebody left us a voicemail about it. Oh, really? Okay. Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Twenty-four hour voicemail. Hey, Jody. This is Becky. I was just calling to let you know they're still. Uh, making the Zima and also in front of the Zima they have bags of Jolly Ranchers because that was the big thing to put Jolly Ranchers in your Zima to make it have some kind of flavor but anyway you guys have a nice day thanks Hmm. thank you Becky I didn't remember that now so you said it was flavored Murphy are you confusing it with another beverage no, I mean, and, and I don't want to get any of the non-alcoholic beverage makers upset about it, but it's the 
to me, it was the alcohol version of lemon lime. That's what I remember. It, okay. It was flavors. Get, why would somebody Maybe be I'm upset? Wrong. You're talking about them. They're not well, going to Well, no, I don't want to use the brand name, you know what I mean? Because wow. cause it's not alcohol. But anyway. Okay. Um, so the Jolly Rancher thing, I guess you could do a sour apple flavor is what? Yeah. Well, you could do anything. Here we go. Jolly Rancher. So you could do cherry. You could do <laughs> strawberry. I guess that's before they had the little flavorings in the bottle. I don't remember. Just... I don't remember Zima. But for those who do, it was a 90s favorite. It's back yeah. and it's coming back again. And they hope to not run out and for summer. A, a 21 and older thing, of course, of right? Course. And while you were enjoying your Memorial Day weekend, there was some royal training going on in England. And it will continue for a long time for Miss Meghan Markle. She's going through some royal training with like the Queen's assistant. Mm-hmm. Um, so what will she learn? We well, you know she has new rules in her life. No selfies, no autographs. No royals, social media. Royals aren't supposed to give autographs. She and, can't even do movies anymore, can she? No. And that's okay. She's Her life is now that of public service and royalty. Ooh, I like that. Right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it just is. They serve. They're philanthropic okay especially harry and they like oh, to give too oh okay so. <laughs> okay so some of the things i feel like she's already well on her way you guys notice how royal she already behaves and walks into a room and handles herself and curtsies ever just so she's an Not, she doesn't over curtsy she doesn't under curtsy so is there a book of royalty that you have to i mean there well, like i don't curt- think it's something you can go check out the library but yeah the queen <laughs> i wouldn't got, be surprised there's probably maybe there is somebody's book of royalty okay so here are the things that she will likely be learning but this is caught, kept pretty on the down low in the palace yeah. but here are the things she's likely uh the order of precedence that goes along with walking into rooms she can't walk in before charles yeah you know what i'm saying there's a certain order of of how they walk in and out of places mm-hmm. okay she will have to learn that Just by rank like queen and then yes, charles and then absolutely so and then so charles walks in camilla trips in after him and then the rest of the is that how that Don't works even say you know camilla with that hat at the wedding <laughs> sending me back that was, I did, that was fiberglass pure pink hat fiberglass. that looked like insulation yeah, it did not thing. bother you know me until those gorgeous wedding photos Everybody looks fabulous in the photo, and there she is with that see, insulation on her head. I don't think anybody would have known that. That's a context thing. Outside of the bright sunlight, it probably looked great. You know what I mean? No. You don't know until it gets into photos that, you know. It's just like, you if you're going to do that, at least tone it down You would have thought somebody, you know, would have said, hey, you know, it yeah. kind of looks like fiberglass. Um, hey, I, love your Owens Corning hat. <laughs> is that R13? Um, another royal rule, rule, always wear have a black outfit with you. You mean like the in queen your purse? learned that the hard way years ago. Apparently, when her father died, she was out of the country with Philip, oh, yeah, and they had yeah, to yeah. bring her a black dress so yeah. that she could appear in mourning before the public, ready. So they always, always travel with black just in case. Hmm. I guess they're worried about Grandma Ma now. Uh, no shellfish in public. They're worried about food poisoning. There's a lot of royal rules. Man, that these, one would be tough. These are the things that Megan will be learning. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Okay, later on, we're going to get Sam's official review of Solo, A Star Wars Story, which you saw this weekend. And yes. you know, Sam, he can't do a, just a thumbs up or thumbs down. It's a little more detail than that, Jody. Yeah, there are reasons. You look good. A little rough around the edges. Didn't you want her good? to just, like, get on a dragon and fly away? She had dark hair in this movie. <laughs> yeah, she's you, normally dark-headed, actually. If you're waiting for Woody Harrelson to say, ever consider yourself a bad man, <laughs> <laughs> <A> true detective. <laughs> 
don't typecast him. He can do anything. I love Woody Harrelson. I do too. Okay, so um, your review on that later. But I, more Star Wars news. Um, you know that Disney is bringing Star Wars. We're calling it Star Wars Land to their parks, but it's not called that. Star Wars Land. Like we're calling it that. Replacing Tomorrowland is Star Wars Land. Actually, it's going to be called Galaxy's Edge. So Star Wars Galaxy's Edge being added. Are they tearing down that famous Hollywood ride for this? Or am I getting my... They did get rid of the Hollywood ride. I think they're replacing the Hollywood ride with something else, but the... Star Wars Land is like somewhere, somewhere else, else in other acreage. Far, far away. Yeah. Thank you, Bailey. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, but Star <laughs> Wars you, Land just makes it sound so cheap. Oh, hey, okay. Where are you going for vacation? Star Wars Land. Well, no, no. You're going Loser. to Disney. You're going to Disney, and it's one of the big I new I know. It's just Star parks, Wars Land. Mm. But it's a whole new thing. It'll be called Galaxy's Edge. I just want to give you some dates if you're planning family vacations. So in the summer, next summer, 2019, it'll open at uh, Disneyland in California. Right. And then next fall. 2019 it will open in uh, Disney World in Florida Galaxy's Edge is what it's actually called there will be rides of course and you'll get to ride on the Millennium Falcon Falcon Uh, you know you'll get to meet all the characters you'll turn around there's Leia and you turn around there's Obi-Wan that's how it's going to be I wonder if we'll be able to make the Kessel run in 12 parsecs there you go you couldn't wait to make that joke and you can stay at a Star Wars themed hotel Ah. that's your favorite right Sam yes room 15 of the Death Star Okay. See, I don't know what that means. <laughs> Sorry. I don't either. Can I do a little add-on here? We also know now that there's a Boba. Bo- Baba. Boba Fett movie. Yeah. Uh, Bobas stand- are those things that you get at Yogurtland that you eat in the brunch. <laughs> yeah, they're delicious. Um, <laughs> there'll be a Boba Fett standalone yeah, movie yeah, yeah. Uh, sometime in the next couple of years. We're adding something this morning in the Not So Serious Book Club. If you're serious about your summer reading, ladies, um, I picked up another book this week. I did it again. Mm-hmm. I, we went to the library quick. Phoebe wanted to get some of her summer reading. Yeah. And I picked up something there while I was there called The Female Persuasion, this bestseller. Um, the author's Meg Wolitzer. You may have heard buzz about it because I do believe somebody in Hollywood has picked it up and Nicole Kidman is going to star in it. I grabbed it. I check it out. I've already started. I'm halfway through it. It's it's oh, pretty good. Lord. It's really good. But um, I did it again. It's one of those one week. You got to return it in a week. Oh. It's so hot. It's like. Yeah, it's bestseller. Oh, well, you, I, know, you can extend, Jody. You can, it you know. It says no extensions. Oh, it says it's brand this new. is a hot, whatever, in-demand book. You get to check it out for a week. Mm-hmm. No um, no extending it. So I'm... You read fast. Gotta read. Although the good thing is it's good. So check it out in our Not So Serious book club. It's called The Female Persuasion, a coming-of-age story of a young girl in college. MurphySamAndJody.com to get the link. You guys still eat hot dogs, right? <laughs> yes, why? I'm just wondering. There's a new uh, some. I mean, some. Not no, no, I, look, I varied up. Sometimes it's a turkey hot dog. Sometimes it's beef. Sometimes it's a mix of both. He's a complicated sometimes fellow. It's pork. Yeah. Right. Aren't it's, you sad? You asked now, yeah. Sam. Is it over yet? Sometimes. <laughs> I like the ones with the cheese on the inside. I don't eat those anymore. Those, yeah. That just seems unnatural. It's it unnatural about it. It's like you get a little extra burst of surprise. Yeah. yeah. Just like the cavemen used to eat. Yeah. What? Mm-hmm. I'm sure the cavemen didn't eat regular hot dogs either, but <laughs> so aside the point. Why are you asking hey, if we still eat hot dogs? Great idea, caveman friend. Let's make <laughs> hot dogs. Uh, there's a new survey that finds about half Americans don't want to really know what's in a hot dog. I don't. I never did. I don't want to know what's in anything like that. 
I mean, isn't it like everything? Chicken, everything Murphy just mentioned? Chicken, beef, pork? Watch me. I don't want to know, just like the rest of America. In the world of labeling, all this stuff is there. If you really want to read about it and see, not particularly gross. You know, I mean, it's all regulated. Really? Meh. Well, maybe if you saw the gross. process, it would be kind of gross. Yeah. About one third of us also avoid hot dogs altogether because we believe they're made with low quality meats. Oh, they're so fun though. Yeah, you know, chicken beaks and legs. You do a hot dog bar and uh, load it all up. Look, I'm I'm fine with uh, it's it's one of those indulgences. It's a guilty it pleasure. It is. I'm man. not going to think about it. I'm just going to stick it in my mouth. When I see hot dogs, it's like you got to grab a hot dog. Exactly. All right. Speaking of it, taste of summer recipes, <laughs> our favorite ones, not hot dogs. Coming up next. You can log on all this week and hack all summer long for our Taste of Summer recipes, our favorite ones from over the years to cool you off or stuff that you're going to grill up. Best steak marinade recipe is there. I love that marinade, by the way. And it works good. It works on more than just steak. You can it put does, it on a, I guess. You can put it on a tenderloin or something like that. I'm just saying. I've yeah. done that before. I don't mean soak hamburgers in it. <laughs> well, you I could. I tried it on a banana. <laughs> so, yeah, best ever steak marinade recipe is there. Um, a homemade ice cream recipe is there as well. Uh, your f- favorite pizza, pasta, salad, Sam. Yeah. It's a light. Yeah. Well, it's not light. I should say. It's not light. It's a cool, yeah. you know, cold pasta salad, but it has that pizza. It's a pizza flavor. Man, it's good stuff. It's good stuff. Mm-hmm. I like that. You know, and uh, I love the homemade ice cream thing is something we don't slow down to do very often, but I have childhood memories of that. I know you do too, Jody. Yes. You know, just a lot the, of that in my family. Eating it afterwards, the sounds of it churning inside the rock salt, the, you know, the sounds of the uncle's cursing when it locks up, you know, you got to open it back up and, you know. We need yeah. more ice. You know, what's fun is just to add stuff to homemade ice cream. Yeah. Throw in Butterfinger bars, throw in strawberries. Oh, you're talking about making them healthier. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> anyway, check out our Taste of Summer recipes up now for you at murphysamandjody.com. Hope you have a great work day getting back into the swing after the holiday weekend. Coming up um, after the show, something we haven't told you yet, Sam, that Murphy and I, we got a accidentally got another pet this weekend and upgraded accidentally huh? we're we're ridiculous i think we have a problem yeah 